we'd like to thank the following Patreon donors. Dr. Gerd Hauser, Saraccia, David Bellinger, Helseth, Rochelle Jackson, Night Spider, Matt Lowry, Gregory Larson, Alice, Fabian, Luke Trim, and Mike's Mind. Thanks for giving us this chance of sweet, sweet revenge. And then I press the button for the executive elevator. It opens. <laughs> uh, it's a man of his word. And it shows it's a sideways shot. Um, wide shot of my character crawling with his arms to capture the lead pipe and then crawling with his elbows towards the prone assailant and he just beats him. And you know something is next to you that wasn't there before. You look down to your left and you see a gun, but not a modern gun. This thing looks old. It's a old, old revolver. Actually, maybe a little rusty, but when you hold in your hand, actually, I'm going to say you've never actually held a gun in your life, Mm -hmm. but holding in your hand, you're so, feel so comfortable. Like you know how to use it. Pull back the trigger and you open it up with expert hands. It has places for six shots, but there's only one bullet. And also- in a cyberpunk setting, a fucking revolver exactly is like handing me a blunderbuss. <laughs> exactly. Uh, the fuck am I supposed to do with this? Take your shot. That is the bullet for Ariel Daniels. <sighs> All right. What happens afterwards? Do you care? Will my answer change what you plan to do? Yeah, I guess not. It's, um, you know, I always imagined when I got fired, I imagined telling him I quit. This is the next best thing. And with that, all the monitors turn off. And the door behind you opens by itself. And you're flooded with life from the warehouse. Ah. A very busy warehouse. Uh, you look inside, you realize, oh, this is this looking around, like as you pop your head out, it is a full on like working warehouse where in, as far as you can tell, they're making various like, as far as you can tell, like very knockoff like electronics. Like if, if there were tiers of electro, like cheap ex- electronics, this is like D tier of there's people putting random stuff together to make them look like, oh, this is totally, uh, this is totally, a, this is a Sansuna. <laughs> stuff like that. But yeah. it's strange. You didn't hear any of that. This is, it's extremely loud here, but you didn't hear any of, the, any of this when the door was closed. What am I wearing? What were you wearing when you exploded? White shirt, black tie, black pants, and, uh, you know, like Doc Martin's worker boots. For some odd reason, I'm imagining you as a, uh, can't believe I forgot his name, but you ever seen Falling Down? 
Oh yeah. 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 Imagine like that right now. Oh, I love that. Yeah. What was his name? A famous actor. I can't. He was Ant-Man or old Ant-Man. Um, yeah. Let me look it up because I love that fucking (sighs) falling down is Michael Douglas. There we go. Perfect move. Yeah. I imagine from uh, Michael Douglas and falling down. Beautiful. It's strange. As you step out, you see people staring at you. A lot of people staring at you. Time to go. But their hands are still working. Uh, like they notice you, but they don't. But they looking at them. It's like they know what you're going to do, but can't do anything about it. Just wide eyes. I slowly go down the stairs. Yep, you go down the stairs. It looks like you were on the third floor of this massive warehouse. Second floor, first floor. As you walk out, you see, as you pass by, more people suddenly stop what they're doing. Some of them, some of them still working with their hands and just stare at you as you pass by. I go to the door of the warehouse. I try to get out. And you do so. The door opens without a problem, which is strange. Usually it, you would have to like, you know, press a button to unlock it. That's, there's actually a, if you look at it, there's actually a security panel where you're supposed to put in some buttons, but opens, no problem. Okay. Walk out. Where the hell am I? You are actually looking at it. You're still in that warehouse district where your apartment was, but clearly on the other side of it. At mm. least looking at it like half a mile. Mm. I should also note, your clothing is clean. Like you never fell in a dirty alley. Huh. And I still have the gun in my hand? It's still in your hand. Whether you want to walk around with an open gun, though. No. Tuck <laughs> it into the back of my pants. Mm-hmm. Pull up my shirt. So that it's untucked and covers over the gun. Mm-hmm. I'll look at best hungover coming back from a, just a fucked up night. Okay. Okay. Where are you going? It is currently start of the day. Morning. I'm going to say 7 a.m. Well, I know one place that that motherfucker will be. Work. And so I go to the company headquarters. Mm-hmm. Okay. How do you get there? Well, you said I'm 20 blocks away and I can walk there with a box. So mm-hmm. I'm going to walk there very carefully on maybe the next avenue over or alley or whatever. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to try to go in the back. If it's a big corporation, there's like a loading dock. That's before you get there, though. Oh, boy. Before you get there. Uh-oh. As you're walking over. SpaghettiOs. <laughs> Uh-oh, SpaghettiOs. As you're walking over, there's a... From the outside, you can't see this, but also there's a determination in your eyes. Mm-hmm. And maybe you notice, maybe you don't, but as you pass by, random people, just some of them just stop 
like they have a sensitivity to something and just look at you, staring at you with wide eyes. And as you pass by, they shake, some of them shake their heads and just keep on walking. Interesting. And as you turn a corner, you see someone. Mm-hmm. Sam, a very uh, large African-American man, a bit hefty, you know, uh, he clearly has what looks like a latte in his hand. He's like, William. Hey. Uh, Sam. It's been a while. I, I, are you okay? I heard about what happened. I tried to give you a call. I, are, are you all right? Um, oh, yeah. It was the apartment above me. Uh, that's wild, right? Gee, I mean, everything's okay, though, right? Yeah, you know, some damage to the uh, the building, uh, you know, the plumbers, and uh, they're spackling right now. So I'm, uh, you know, I'm just out on my way to work. So, uh, yeah, anyways, not much else to talk about. So I, I, I got to get going because I'll, I'll be late. Yep. And as you're passing by, he puts a hand on your shoulder and he looks at you. Are you, William, are you okay? Yeah, Sam, I'm fine. I'm not drinking again. I'm, I'm just going through a rough, you know, stressful time. My apartment almost blew up and, you know, so, uh, I'm just trying to get to work and be normal, you know, just normal. Trying to get William, I called your job to see if you were there or what may have happened. I know you don't work there anymore. What's going on, man? Are you stressful? Are you, you're not drinking again, are you? No, I'm not. <laughs> man, Dude, I, something I, is definitely wrong. You know what? You know what? I'm going to, for you, I'm going to call some of the people from the group. We're going to talk this out right now. I am the fur- furthest thing from drinking right now. I am a uh, clear headed man. I've been going to the gym. I've been reading. I've been part of a book group. I have been reading the uh, big red book uh, from AA. I am, I am the most sober and clear headed. You know what? I did want to talk to you about something. <sighs> Walk with me. All right. All right. So I'm going to walk with Sam about a block, talking to him about sports and my uh, my the, the fact that I'm maybe a little too wrapped up in it. And I, it's 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 a thing about stress and the explosion now. Like I might I don't want to start gambling because gambling's mm. an addiction and that's awful. And I'm going to leave him around the corner and then take him to an alleyway and punch him in the fucking stomach. I need you to roll a D six for me. Oh, and first, before we make that roll, let's see if any of your expertise, bureaucracy is not going to help you. No nope. board, probably not going to do anything. Forgettable. Not going to really do anything. True crime enthusiast. I would argue. Mm. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I bring okay. him to, where crimes happen i'm not doing it in the open i'm actually showing some uh some some vicious thinking as it mm-hmm, were mm-hmm. okay and you know what 
just because of this one, because this is an important character, I'm going to make this an opposed roll. Do I make an opposed roll? Do I? You know what? No. Let's see what happens. So I need you to roll that D6 and tell me what you roll. Add, adding higher, higher, good. Higher is better. Right, so whatever you roll plus one. <gasps> Woo! What you got? You got a six? Perfect. You knock Sam down to the ground. And since you roll a six plus one and a seven, like... I just, like, right-hand him across the jaw to, like, knock him out. Yep. And you see your friend, the one who helped you in your darkest time, on the dirty alley floor, knocked out. I'm sorry, Sam. I just... You can't imagine what I'm actually going to do. You Alcohol has been our demon. But now I'm the demon. And I'm going to kill Ariel Daniel. Sleep tight, buddy. And I walk off. Yep. And you do so, no problem. Uh, walk down and start. I take his phone. Smart. Or uh, not his phone. Like I take, I don't know, like <laughs> uh, because it's cyberpunk. So I like slap him with a, uh, mm-hmm. a DDoS. Like I, I nice. just slap him with like some sort of like script kitty. Um, Sort of uh, like cannot Which call. you realize you suddenly had on you. Hmm. You realize you needed it and it was in your pocket. Ooh, I like that. All right. All right. Moving on. Okay. So, so you walk from beating your friend Sam and Ed mm-hmm. towards the building. How are you planning to get inside? Go run back to the uh, loading dock where, uh, you know, like... Stuff like soda and snacks mm-hmm. and food for the cafeteria, documents, all that stuff comes in. Or, you know, papers for the uh, printer mm-hmm. and stuff like that. Yeah. Yep. As you're trying to go to the back, you do see uh, a truck there where people, a smaller truck where people are unloading what looks like office supplies and stuff like that. As well as, of course, uh, two or three members of security. Mm. None of them you recognize, of course. Not anymore. Yeah. Well, the guy said no physical objects will stop me. Hmm. And I go around the... This is crazy to think about as somebody who works in an office building. I go around to the fire escape door. It's usually way around where... True. Yeah. And I push at it. <laughs> it is way around. Give me a roll to make sure no one's there. I got a two. You got a two? Mm-hmm. As you as you there, no one is around. Mm-hmm. And you open the door, mm-hmm. thinking to yourself, this right, any nothing, this should be easy. And you open the door and you see a familiar face. An individual who burned your apartment down. 
and he stares in shock at you. And I fucking lose it. And I throw myself at him. Give me another roll. Four. Four? What you wanted was a five or a six. I mean, you still technically succeed. So this is what happens. You throw yourself at him and he is shocked because four is close to five. There's mm-hmm. tears of badness. Mm-hmm. So he is shocked and he's pushed back and he starts screaming out and just slams you against the wall. Mm-hmm. And you feel as your elbow hits the wall hard, Ooh. pain bridging up your arm. And, and you have, I'm going to say, you have the physical condition, bruised elbow. Doesn't okay. really do anything. It is more narrative stuff. Mm-hmm. But Can yeah, write so it down. There's also a. I'm just saying. There's a concept for also called wounds in this game. I'm not going to go into that for this particular one shot. We're still learning the system and stuff. I might yep. go into it later, but we'll see. But yeah. So and you feel and you hear him screaming, and you see as you as he slams you against the door, you hear him go. Security! I kick him so hard in the balls that he uh, cannot speak anymore. Hmm. Give me another roll. Ah, fuck all. Roll is boring in this game. Sorry. Six. Shoot. As he says, like, secure. Secure. As basically you uh, hit him so hard. You're not sure he's going to ever have kids again. Yeah. He tastes something um, uh, comparable to like a, uh, a, a manhood blood cocktail in the back yeah, of his yeah, throat. Yeah, yeah, that's, that, that's, that's, that's the good stuff. Grossest the good thing stuff. I've ever said possibly in my life. And uh, I stand by it. Yeah, yeah. Now, this is enough to say knock him out, but this is enough to like make him silent for at least a bit as he steps back and like against a wall and sorry, as he steps back against a wall in shock. Uh, I, because he's kind of crippled at this point, I mm-hmm. toss him to the ground, take my boot, and I stomp him out. I'm going to say no rule for that. You do so, although it takes some time. I think more than necessary, let's be honest here. Uh, yeah, that's the thing. It's not <laughs> to like, you know, win an MMA fight. <laughs> exactly. You take your time, but you do hear the sound of rushing boots in your direction. And you're still in that tiny alleyway, alley, because it's, it's like not alley, like a small hallway that leads out mm-hmm. to the fire escape. What does he have on him? Hmm? What does he have uh, on the, him? The walkie-talkie. Mm-hmm. Or, sorry, the cyber walkie-talkie. It is cyberpunk. Mm-hmm. Uh, as well as his security pass. Take that. I take that. Mm-hmm. Any weapons? Uh, no guns. Mm-hmm. But you do see what looks like some sort of beat stick. Oh, I take the beat stick. Yep. Although, while but he would need a baton in an mm-hmm. office like this, you don't know, but he has one. Mm-hmm. And there are people on their way down That's what it sounds stairs. like. Especially when he said security. Well, he said security, but his mm-hmm. mic was on. People probably would wonder what the hell that's all about. You didn't stop it entirely. Mm-hmm. No, but you I know. did knock him in the nuts. So you know what? Win-win. Yeah. Um, so yeah, fuck it. I leave out the same door that I went into. Oh, okay. Well, I have to, cause like, otherwise, what am I doing? Fighting okay, a bunch of people? Cause like what's around me? Just a hallway, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, you looked uh, left is a dirt uh, behind you is the door leading out mm-hmm. to the left, to the right, uh, to the right, you know, because this is your building mm-hmm. to the right is uh, stairs leading up mm-hmm. and to and to the left is to the lobby area. Hmm. Yeah, fuck it. I walk out into the lobby area. 
I walk out to the lobby. Mm-hmm. It's a massive, uh, it is a, at least for, for this particular movie, it's a massive lobby. Uh, the, the Arrow Daniel actually paid for some actual marble flooring mm-hmm. for this first lobby area. Ooh. It like, compared to the rest of the building, it looks fantastic. Like this is the first place most people are going to look. Anyone who's worthy of time is going to go straight from here to the executive elevator anyway. So it's important that this place looks great. Every other place looks run down and shitty because why pay for the minions to have something nice to look at? Mm-hmm. But this area is, is nice and shiny. And you actually see as you're as you're walking around mm-hmm. and you turn a corner, you see Janie standing behind the reception desk. God damn it, Janie. Which is weird because it's usually uh, Steven who's the security. Like he's a guy, not really security, more like he checks, makes, checks your ID. Actual mm-hmm. security seems to be, there's actually no actual security around usually in the lobby area. They don't have to worry about that usually. So it's just Janie there. And you see her go like, William? Oh, thank you to stop describing literally all of my experience going into <laughs> corporate offices. Yep. William, what? I thought you were let go. Oh, yeah. And then she um, looks at the blood on your shirt and on your shoes. But not before. I take a couple steps back and blend into the crowd because, boy, am I forgettable. Roll it. So what does my tag actually mean? Uh, this would be a help, so it'd be a plus one to your roll. Got a five. That means it's a six. Yep. You, you see Janie look around? I, huh. Oh, never mind. And you, and you are in a, a crowd of people... And you, Crowd of people just walking around in the lobby. Mm-hmm. Like you actually see, yeah, you actually see what looks like uh, you're actually behind like two of a couple of people. They realize are there for an interview. Mm-hmm. 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 And I walk with people with white shirts mm-hmm. to the uh, turnstiles, swipe mm-hmm. myself in with my security pass. Nice, nice. And go to the elevator. Okay. Actually, I go to the bathroom. Okay. Um, I look for the bathroom offered by guests. Um, you do so. And it's a fairly large, a uh, three person bathroom. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And I try to wash off some of the fucking blood. <laughs> I take off my shirt. I lock mm-hmm. the door. Um, I look around for the out of, uh, out of order sign that mm-hmm. the, uh, the staff leaves there. I put the out of order sign on there, close the door lock it and put some soap and shit on my shirt after I take it off. And I try to wash it off. Yep. And as you start trying to wash it off, I need to give me a D six roll for me, please. Five. Yep. You look around quickly. No one's in the bathroom with you as you start washing off your blood. And I'm going to say with your true crime enthusiast, you're able to. Oh, there it is. Yep, using combination of some of the soap and stuff, you're able to, you know, wash most of the blood. You're a bit wet now, but mm-hmm. after a couple of minutes under the cyber air pressure. <laughs> <laughs> yes, it's, it's the same as now, but cyber. Mm, but cyber. Cyber air. All right. Air awesome. with nanites. Yep. <laughs> yeah. Oh, God. It's just nanites. It's That's just nanites. what we use nanites for in the future. <laughs> Fucking hand like dryers. Honestly, oh, I can believe out. it. Yeah, yeah, yep, yeah. Yep. Could they be solving like you know, like curing cancer? Sure, maybe. 
Mm-hmm. All right. So I uh, put my stuff on. Yeah. But as you're there in the bathroom, you do hear a couple of people like, hey, have you seen William? Outside in the lobby. <sighs> Loud. And you realize one of them's talking to Janie. Uh, and you see Janie like, uh, I don't think so. What do you, and you hear, what the fuck do you mean you don't think so? I crack the door open a little bit and wait for people to collect for from where I can see. Yep. Wait for people to collect for a uh, an elevator door. Yep. And as you're there, it's like, and you hear uh, the same guy, actually, a little, mm-hmm. a little squeakier, go like, look at Janie. He's like, what the fuck do you mean you don't know? Well, I, I don't I don't think I did. I swear. What the f-? And she he slams his head in front of Janie, st- screaming in her face. What the fuck? Did you fucking see him? Are you trying to fucking hide him? Where the fuck is he? And he gets closer and closer, screaming. And you can see Janie's terrified. And it looks like this guy who you basically uh, broke something, very mm-hmm. important, not mm-hmm. just his pride, mm-hmm. is looking for any excuse. Mm-hmm. Oh, fuck it. I have a bad idea and mm-hmm. it's going to be great. I go to the, um, yeah, I go to the biggest collection of white people in white shirts Mm-hmm. for a yeah fuck it uh, f- uh collection for a uh elevator door mm-hmm. but i bring the bloody rags that i cleaned my shirt off with mm-hmm. and i find a dude who looks kind of because i'm uh forgettable mm-hmm. i look real generic and i find an equally generic dude squeeze the rags on him and shove him out and say, fuck you. You don't have a pass. And I, and I basically make him look like he might be me. Hmm. I do like that. Roll the D six. Add your plus one for forgettable. Six. Jesus. That makes it a fucking seven. Woo! Nice. I'll, I'll, I'll do this shit. No, no, you no. Don't. I believe you, you. You don't have to keep showing me the six. I, it's fine. It's fine. It's yeah, fine. Uh, that, that's All weird. I see now is I a floating skull because it's not in uh, your face. I mean, like, I get it. I get it. Okay. That's fine. Uh, it's fine. It's fine. Uh, uh, it's fine. Uh, you like that? You like that? <laughs> you like you like the... Uh, 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 uh. <laughs> Anyways. <laughs> anyway, we're uh, fine. Listeners. <laughs> Anyways, we're fine. Don't don't call in. We're fine. <laughs> okay. So, yeah, you you push a random... Uh, like a... Like a kid just out of college, just you push him in front of like, and he looks around, like, what's going on? And you see the dude. Oh, by the way, I didn't really describe the dude. He looks like if uh, Arnold, young Arnold Schwarzenegger and uh, young Dolph Lundgren had a baby. Mm. The guy snaps his head towards you, and because he's so enraged, he doesn't take a second to process, and immediately launches at the poor kid, and begins beating him down relentlessly. Slamming his fist against the kid's face over and over again. And you hear Janie screaming. You know, it's like grandma said, if you want to make an omelet, some people got to (laughs) die. Jesus Christ. Okay. Yeah. I get on the elevator. Oh, my God. (laughs) (laughs) Why are you stopping on the elevator? No. Top floor. Mm. I got security pass. You do have a security pass, but it doesn't lead to the executive. That's not the executive elevator you're in. Ooh, I like that. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to go as high as I can. Mm-hmm. So you go to the top floor that 
menial workers like yourself could go to, which is sadly the 50th floor. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then I get out. And then William Hertz thinks for a second, employee 144. Hmm. And then goes over to the executive elevator. So are you still, did you go to the 50th floor? Yeah. Yep. Okay. Just want to be sure. Yep. Okay. Yep. So I'm surrounded by people. Mm-hmm. People are just walking around. Yep. Uh-huh. And then I press the button for the executive elevator. It opens. <laughs> uh, it's a man of his word. And I get in. You go in, no problem. And I go to the top floor. Press the button and you hear... As the door closes and you press the button, you hear, of course, beautifully rendered classical music. And it feels like time almost slows down in this elevator. These, You know these elevators can go up really, really fast without much effect on gravity because cyberpunk. And as you're going up, time sim slows down and you're just thinking about what you're about to do. Thinking about why you need to do this. Slowly over and over again and then the ramifications of what you're going to do just finally hits you in a way i need to roll a d6 for me please oh what you got what's the opposite of six on a d6 and as you think about what's happening, about all the things you've never done in your entire life, you beat up a dude, you kicked a dude in the nuts, and I'm pretty sure you broke both of his nuts. You you let a poor kid get beat up bloody in front of you, and you're about to shoot a guy, and that's when you have a full-blown panic attack. And as you're having a panic attack, you don't know where you are, the door's open, you can't even focus. And you, you go out, you open your eyes, close your eyes, open your eyes, close your eyes, breathe, open your eyes, breathe, close your eyes, open your eyes, flying fist to the face, knocked out. Mm. You wake up a little while later, open your eyes, you seem to be tied to a chair, your hands and your legs bound. You recognize this room. It's, you're pretty sure, one of the break rooms on the, I think, in 30th floor? Th- 32nd, definitely. Because this one has the newer newer microwave. Oh, yeah. And it has a, the coffee machine that's actually pretty good. All right. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah and as you start spitting, blood starts to come out of your mouth. And you... You can't feel it, but you're pretty sure your nose is broken. And you're pretty sure it wasn't from that first punch. Probably from what you feel feel in your face, probably the third or fourth. Yep. You feel your all your teeth seem intact so far, thankfully. Although there is definitely blood in your mouth. And as you're there, mostly waking up, the door opens. And you see a familiar face. Well, several familiar faces. Several individuals who basically tried to burn you once. And as you step in, you see the guy who you kicked. Look at you. Hands 
cleaned mostly, but there's still traces of blood on it. The guy looks down, steps forward, looks down at you. His buddies move over to either side. You know what? I gotta say, respect. Respect. Takes a lot for little shit like you to do what you did. Almost made it. Then you fucking pussied out, didn't you? Hmm. He turns to a little closet and opens it. Looks around, smiles, and grabs the Autovac 3005. <laughs> uh, one of those du- heavy duty vacs that uh, custodial services uses to clean the various rugs in the building. And he starts to dismantle it, just taking out the metal pipe that's part of the vac. Yep. Puts the pipe on his shoulder and starts walking towards you. You broke something important. I'm going to break everything of yours. Then I'm going to break everyone you've ever known. You liked Janie, didn't you? Whack! Ah! Didn't you have that friend named Sam? Whack! Anyone else I should know about? Whack, whack. <laughs> all right. All right. All right. <sighs> what, you little bitch? What are you going to say? One more person. Please. Please, please. Just... I, I talked to him. I talked to him. <laughs> Talk to who? If you're gonna see him, you should see him. What the fuck are you? Who the fuck did you talk to? (laughs) Because I rolled over on the bed and I talked to your mother. You should call her. You fucking (laughs) twat. Whack! 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 And they he beats you for good. 10 minutes mm-hmm. till he gets tired. Mm-hmm. You are bruised. Mm-hmm. You are bloody. Bruised. Pretty sure something's broken. I'm broken as shit, yeah. bone wise. <sighs> and by this point, because they're for his buddies, aren't even in a room anymore. They just don't. Because at this point, like he has you tied down to rights and he's been, and you're looking at you, you are a broken mess. So the mm-hmm. rest of his buddies leave as he's pauses, goes to the fridge. He puts on the pipe, goes to the fridge. By the way, the pipe is coated with red blood. Mm-hmm. Goes to the fridge and he's looking around. He's like, where the f? Looking around. Did none of these fucking dweebs bring a soda or something I can take? And you see him just looking into the fridge. I try, I focus, Mm -hmm. I think about what the man said about no physical barriers, and I try to release myself from the uh, handcuffs. As soon as you 
want to release yourself from the handcuffs. Maybe I actually kind of like can beat. You know, we all <laughs> we all learn something about ourselves. <laughs> and I slowly crawl quietly towards that pipe. Give me a roll. I got a one. As you get closer, you stumble for a bit as you as your shoes stumble on some of your blood and you catch yourself on the table which leaves a loud smack. And you hear and you see uh you see the guy quickly turn around. You stare at each other. Mm-hmm. You both stare at the pipe. Stare at each other. Mm-hmm. Stare at the pipe. Mm-hmm. Roll off. Is there anything you want to try to add to this that would, um, you think would fit? Uh, yeah, actually, bored. Uh, mm-hmm. because this is a uh, thing of fucking madness <laughs> that a bored person would absolutely do, <laughs> and true crime enthusiast oh we have to stop the victim from getting away you know we're in literally (laughs) a place i'm basically the pseudo victim he's the murderer (laughs) all right roll off What you get? Uh, got a one. I got a four. <laughs> As you get close, you rush towards the pipe, but he's a like a few seconds faster, grabs it, and with an upswing, slams you and hits you in the head with it, and you get pushed back. And he charges at you. Roll again. This is cut to the fucking like. This is cut <laughs> to the fucking uh, <laughs> credits already. Mm-hmm. All right. <sighs> This has another number, right? <laughs> oh my god! Right? With those, has- there's a downswing on your on your legs now, and you get st- hit back and get into Just the chair. Fucking kill me! <laughs> All right. Yep. <sighs> and you see rage in his eyes, and you realize he's going to try to kill you. Roll again. Good. 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 My character yep. uh, deserves to fucking die. <laughs> yep. Oh my god! And remember to include your plus two for this. I'll allow it. Four. Total. Yep. Total. Well, he got a three. How do you beat back the the ultimate? He was basically going to try to slam your head in with the pipe. What do you do instead? Um. Uh. He swings down again. I'm beaten, shattered, worthless. Not the person the camera should be following. Um. I'm being unkind. I just. Just hate it when ah, <laughs> fair, um, but this is the type of game for that sort of shit to happen anyway. So uh, yeah, you're right. It's basically <laughs> like very noir. So mm-hmm. I'm getting the shit kicked out of me, and I grab. Yeah, I'm still wearing my uh, work clothes, right? Yes. Mm-hmm. I take off my belt as he, uh, like, you know, like takes his breath and stumbles away and then comes back to raise the pipe one more time against my shattered legs. Mm -hmm. And I have taken off my belt 
and I whip it into his fucking balls that I have already kicked the fucking shit out of. <laughs> All right. Because you referenced that ball hit and that is hilarious. He He's in so much like he drops the pipe. Oh, fuck. And now I beat him to death. <laughs> and you know what? I'll allow it. Oh, thank God. No so more basically, problem. like he draws back and as soon as he focuses again, he sees a pipe basically being launched into his face and bang. It's very much like a Korean, like noir. Um, mm. Oh, in that the fact is that like, yeah, like the brutality is real. Like the blood is everywhere. The chair Ugh. is there and bloodied and everything around us is bloodied. My legs are fucking decimated mm-hmm. and he falls down and it shows it's a sideways shot. Um, wide shot of my character crawling with his arms to capture the lead pipe and then crawling with his elbows towards the prone assailant and he just beats him over and over and over and i don't know if any of you listeners have seen korean noir but yeah they show what happens to a person's head if it's slammed several several times mm-hmm. no, no it's awful your, i'm gonna leave it's that to awful. your imagination i i i literally have to like meet out because i'm a huge fan of horror movies but mm. korean horror movies mm-hmm. and like korean noir man i Brutal. need to like yeah. take a <laughs> fucking break <laughs> <laughs> and eventually you're done with your work way past the time you need it to be mm-hmm. and you notice well, three things. First off, although you're bruised and bloody and you're pretty sure something is broken, probably mm-hmm. a couple of ribs, you're still able to stand and walk around, perhaps with a bit of a limp, huh. but you're still able to walk. Oh, that's weird. All right. Mm-hmm. Number two, you look out the wind. You have a chance to finally look out the window because you were at an angle where you couldn't and it is dark out. Mm. You take a look at the microwave or the, the clock. It looks like it's probably... 10 p.m. Wow. And you feel around and you re- as you realize you f- you realize you put your hand on your back. The gun is still there. You would think they would have removed it. Huh. I stumble over to <laughs> there's a uh, camera cut like a like a uh, come up kind of montage of me stumbling over looking through the um the break room cabinets making myself a cup of tea waiting for it to warm up in the microwave <laughs> bing, and then just me quietly sipping it with to the left a bloodied body of a person i murdered as i look off in the distance and as you're doing that there's a little hologram that pops up please give us a five-star review and relax with our relaxation t- coffee, specially built for any situation. As he's as and you swear the the hologram kind of looks over the body, looks back at you. Any type of situation. <laughs> <laughs> <sighs> I gotta say, customer for life. <laughs> <laughs> and then he goes out the door, looking for his quarry. You go out the door and the hallway is dark and quiet. It is the way past the end of the day. There's no one working late tonight. 
for whatever reason, there's usually one or two people on each floor doing projects to kiss some ass, but not tonight, at least on this floor. And you realize, oh, you're, like you said, on the 32nd floor. Hmm. I look around for the fucking CEO. He's not on the 32nd floor. What elevator will bring me there? The executive one. I go to the executive and I press the button. Bing bong. You, the elevator door opens immediately. Like it was there all the whole, it was there waiting for you. Step in, press the one button that must be there. Mm-hmm. And you go up before you had a panic attack thinking about everything that happened. After you got your ass kicked with a pipe for a little while, you became a little bit more resolute about what about the situation. Mm-hmm. Oh, I, by the way, still have the fucking pipe. <laughs> like that pipe is now like, boop, boop, you've acquired <laughs> the pipe. <laughs> the pipe of revenge. Oh, yeah. Oh, 100%. <laughs> Actually, this is a plus two because you killed one of your targets who so empowered it. Uh, and, <laughs> and as you go up. The doors to the elevator slowly open. And you see before you Mm -hmm. fully light lights. This is the the main, a little smaller lobby area before the main executive suite slash office. Mm -hmm. And usually there is a secretary there to take in anybody, to vet anybody before they're allowed in or have people sit down. But of course, there's no one there. It's 10 p.m. Mm Mm-hmm. And there's a door in front of you. Yep. Open it up. As you get close to the door, the door begins to open. And as out the door, by the way, out the door, you see the familiar sight of Janie buttoning up a blouse. A blouse. By the way, uh, Janie is a shortish Asian woman. She starts buttoning up a blouse and it looks up at you. <sighs> and looks you over. in shock and I take out the gun and I hold it to her head get in the elevator and go home give me a roll five she stares at you and she starts and you realize she starts looking at the gun that's still pointed directly at her head in shock. Then she slowly walks around you like mm-hmm. a snail, heads to the elevator, and slowly presses the button. Just so you know, your fuckboy had me killed. And the elevator doors close. And then and I'll... Sorry, go, go on. No, go ahead. I walk through the doors into the uh, the room that Janie was coming out of. Yep. And as you go in, you see a very large room. At the far end, there is a massive mahogany desk, real like wood and everything. It's fantastic. There's all these, what looks like pictures of realize of Daniel, uh, da- of Ariel. You see pictures of Ariel Daniels, meaning various important figures like the president. There's one of the Pope. It's a bunch of really important people. 
And as you look around, you see a fairly, very, actually, very large office. Uh, on the far end is a massive mahogany desk, uh, various pictures and portraits of uh, well, some nice uh, like uh, scenic scenes, like beaches and f- forests and stuff. But a lot of pictures of Ariel Daniel meeting important figures. Uh, there's one of the president, uh, one of a couple of prime ministers, the pope, all important figures. And then you hear a flush from a side door, which you assume is the bathroom. And a bit, of, and the door opens, and you see, uh. Wiping his hands with some sort of cloth is Ariel Daniel, a tallish, uh, older Caucasian man with graying hair. Uh, uh, no wrinkle on his face, of course, because he paid to make sure that never happened. And he just steps through, doesn't even look in your direction, goes immediately to his desk. Uh, you realize he takes one hand to button up a shirt and looks... Uh, Goes behind the desk, sits down, looks on the computer monitor. Didn't notice your presence at all. <sighs> William Hertz has been ignored for much of his life. Especially his adult life. Especially in his professional life. It hurts him. Haunts him. He wishes he was a rock star. He wishes he was the kind of man that you could see walk into a room and would just command the audience. He wishes he could make a crowd of people swoon, laugh, or cry. He wants that more than anything in the world. But for once, when he finds himself standing behind the CEO of Codex and gently presses the barrel of a gun to his head, he's thankful that someone didn't notice him. As I appear behind him and just put the gun to his head. He pauses, frozen. I'll warn you right now, whoever you are, that any sort of ransom you can go for will definitely not be worth the trouble it will cause you. Which is why I won't ask for a ransom. I'll ask for an apology. An apology. What? He still he's he's he doesn't see you, doesn't see your face. The people, the countless people that you fired to make just a couple more million on top of your millions just apologize to me for that. And the hammer gets cocked back in the well, revolver. Well, of course, some sacrifices are necessary for. I am so sorry, so sorry for being excessively greedy about 
totally my fault. But you know, it can be changed. It can be fixed. Obviously, you're someone that I fired and I apologize. It seemed necessary at the time, but obviously I've been working to make sure that those people find, if not find employment, you say find that. employment Sir. with other companies in the area. That way you can die with a clean conscience. And time slows as the bullet escapes the muzzle of the gun. And this is, a, this is less metaphorical and almost more physical as maybe your brain is processing it faster because of this momentous moment or maybe something else, you don't know, but you can almost see as the bullet escapes, enters the back of his head and goes out to the front. You don't know much about guns, hmm. but this gun... Hmm. This gun doesn't seem like it should be this powerful. It's a smaller revolver. You've seen enough movies. Movies, of course, aren't accurate, but it made a tiny hole in the back and it removed a face in the front. And Ariel Daniels topples, well, his front half topples to the desk. And you feel, well, first off, how do you feel about what you just did, William? Shocked. Like, my brain and my emotions are in a <laughs> spiraling circle as a website or a, a program is waiting to open. No relief no rush no fear just frozen in time waiting like a like a frozen breath waiting to exhale uh, but you also sense another feeling but it's scary because you realize it's not your own satisfaction like something gained something from what you just did and then you also realize something else. You achieve what you wanted. You took the deal. And you also realize as soon as you step out that door, your world, the world beyond whatever helped you, will come rushing back. And you'll have to face the consequences of what you just did today. Because they're done with you. And you want, at least to them, you're back to being forgettable. William, calmly, rifles through uh, the CEO's pockets, takes out his ID Uber card, the thing that, no. He takes the, yeah. William takes the letter opener knife, realizing that what lies before him is the inevitable conclusion to doing what, to, to what he just did. Takes 
the letter opener knife rolls up the CEO's sleeve and finds his ID passcode bar and slices it out of him, brings it up to the computer screen, scans it, and having access to even the slush fund of the company, gives it to, in a very, uh, uh, opens up a, a new account under a bullshit name, gives it to Carl, Janie, Sam, and the AA group that Sam is a part of. Thousands upon thousands of credits. Closes out the transaction. Drops the gun. Drops the knife. Walks to the window. Opens it up. Looks out down to the streets. Countless floors below. And says, if it's good enough for the cat that I never had, it's good enough for me. And he jumps out. And there is just a shot of the open window as soon as William jumps out. Pauses there for a second. And it slowly goes down. To where the audience saw he had placed the gun. And as the camera moves there, the gun is now gone, waiting for its next target. Woo! And that's where the episode ends. Like that one. Woo! I liked it a lot. That was a beautiful dark noir moment. I loved Big it. Big fan. Uh, I like it. Oh, yeah. I like it. The yeah. game? It was fun. I liked it. Definitely. I liked it a lot. I like it a lot. Yeah. Um, yeah. I I'm I'm curious. Like, is there a straight up like, oh, you roll too many ones in a row, like you're never gonna succeed, um, or is the idea that like narratively, uh, no, no, it's the theme of the game is you always get your shot. It's just how hard it is to get there. Oh, that's cool. I like that. Yeah. 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 So like, even if you get like a bunch of ones, like if you kept getting ones, it'd be like, okay, yeah, you eventually beat up the guy, but like he beat the living shit out of you you're you're not you're not even sure how you're standing right now like your arm is gone who knows there's potential there's the potential for death i guess but the main point is you do get your revenge it's about the journey getting there i love that i yeah. love it that's great i mm-hmm. think it's really cool so uh yeah um i had a lot of fun i love the character sheet um mm-hmm. i love the idea of like uh, the tags and the expertise. I definitely think that um, just off the top of my head, uh, the tags are way more important than expertise. And mm-hmm. if I was trying to, if I was playing this again, I'd probably play something with an expertise that's even a little bit useful for mm-hmm. murder. Fair. That's more than fair. Yeah. So, um, so, and it, I guess, I mean, maybe part of it was my fault, but didn't put it, you in a situation where bureaucracy could have been helpful. Yeah. But what is yeah. like for mm, murder, sure. like, like mm. what is, so like, I, I feel like I, it's really cool. I love the relationships again. Look at the character sheet listeners is very cool. I love mm-hmm. the way it's laid out. 
um, and the background. But when it comes to affecting roles, I think the tags are super important. But if I played this again, I would just so happen to have a expertise that might have something to do with physical anything. And mm -hmm. I feel like we run into the same problem with uh, end of the world, right? Mm -hmm. Where our skills are like, oh yeah, but it, it just helps to do something physical. Exactly. Like it's, it's fun. It's, it's fluff to be good at bureaucracy or reading or like, you know, uh, like multilingual studies, but when it comes down to it, you're playing the game to finish an objective. Uh, your expertise should probably something that helps you murder somebody. And uh, yeah, that's just my, like my only downside. Mm -hmm. um, and that's not just, that's not a downside for the game. That's a downside for me playing a power gamer, right? Mm -hmm. um, always looking for that extra one, extra two. Mm -hmm. So, um, so I'm, I, I'm a monster. Uh, playing this, I think that it's a great game. I, absolutely fucking great game. Also, I love the fact that there's a photograph section of the of the uh, character sheet that is very reminiscent of old D and D character sheets that have a fucking square for the portrait that mm -hmm. you can draw. I fucking love that. So, anyways, how is it for you running? It was a blast. I, as you know, like I love games where I get to mix stuff up in the fly. And another part is I don't lace for our group we don't tend to do many like noir type stories mm -hmm. like the only exception being like uh the monster game you guys play mm -hmm. uh was it uh oh um uh, uh the fucking la noir nitrate city there we go yes thank you yeah Jesus. that's the closest but like i generally don't play like like years ago, I, I thought I never really liked it, but then I guess got into it later on. I don't know what changed in me. I think maybe because I'm older and life is depressing. Who knows? But <laughs> I've really started getting into it recently. And I, I did love this story. Like, because I knew no matter what happens, like as I did the story, like there's no clear under, uh, ending like plan. But like the more I thought about it, like I added that in, in I decided at the end to add in that bit where it's, I said, you'll have to face the consequences of your action. Like everything was free, but in this type of world, nothing comes without a price. You got what you yeah, wanted, and now the people, and now the pe the and whatever helped you, yep, got what it wanted. You're back to being nobody. Yep. yep. What do you do with that information? I wanted to see what your character would do, and yep. he did exactly what I expected him to do. Yep, I love yep. it. I love it. Yep. Uh, I thought it was a great game. I think it's a great system. I think it's mm -hmm. a great. Uh, I think it's the best idea for a system, like for a game narratively. Mm -hmm. I think it's fucking great. So, yeah. all right. So what do we got for a question for the listeners, Jesus? Ooh, I like that. What weapon do the forces give you to commit your revenge? Ooh, I like that. Mm -hmm. And it cannot be a gun. Ooh, I like that as well. Yep. All right. So ladies and gentlemen, uh, well, I'm sorry, Jesus, send us out. <laughs> No, no, you, why don't you do it this time? Since you, you know, since, you know, you jumped out a window, I guess I got to give you some prize. All right. Uh, we're going to add some uh, whooshing sound effects. I guess here, <laughs> maybe if I'm editing, I don't know. Okay. Am I adding more work to myself? I think I am. Mm -hmm. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you for listening to this episode uh, for Fandible.com actual play podcast. This has been one shot and I am Dave. That's been Jesus. Hey. Thank you very much, listeners. We have a Patreon uh, and also a Discord. And here's the outro. Love you. Bye.
We hope you enjoyed this episode of Fandible, where our hero learned that corporate life can be murder. If you liked this, then head on over to Fandible.com. We've done a lot of games, and I'm sure there's something there you'll like. You can follow us on Discord, Facebook, and Twitter. If you find a few credits burning a hole in your pocket, then go to Patreon forward slash Fandible and become a member. You get early releases and access to special Discord chats, and we get to keep the lights on. Finally, please give us a rate and review wherever you listen to podcasts. It's super helpful, and we really appreciate it. Thanks for listening, and see you next time.